everybody, and a very pleasant good afternoon to you, wherever you may be. And welcome back to episode five of Screwballs, the podcast, baseball comedy debauchery. I'm Jake Gallo, your host, and this is my sidekick producer, Brian. Hello. Welcome. Thanks for tuning in again. Uh, we hope you've been enjoying the first four uh, podcasts. Like we stated earlier, we're not professionals. We're trying to get there. Uh, we may look professional sometimes. So appreciate uh, your uh, patronage. Is that how you say it, guys? Patron. Is it patronage or patronage? Is that p- p- potato, potato shit? Eddie Pepitone always says Patreon or Patreon. Patreon or Patreon. I don't know. You guys know? Because I fucking don't. <laughs> anyway, who knows? I guess you have to listen to podcasts to know that shit. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, thanks again for uh, tuning in. We uh, got some cool stuff. We're going to be covering the Oakland A's are moving, Brian. What? They're moving. <laughs> yeah. Their, their owner is a piece of shit, and we're going to get into that later. And we're going to get into whose fault is it that the historic franchise like the Oakland A's, and yes, they are. You may think, oh, they're not shit. They are shit. They're big time. They've won four world championships in Oakland. They've been there since 1968. It seems a little, there's something fishy going on, and I think uh, we all know what it is. We'll get into that later. Why the A's are leaving Oakland, whose fault is it, and uh, it's bullshit. And they will also get into... um, Couple other things. Might do a little rundown on uh, our old uh, friend uh, Marge Shot in Cincinnati. If any of you guys remember the old, the uh, former owner of the Cincinnati Reds from the 80s and 90s, she's a piece of work. We're going to get into her. And of course, we're going to touch back with our friend and see what old Lenny Dykstra's up to, huh? We got to check in with Lenny every week. That's a, that's a necessity. That's our entertainment. Lenny is gold. And I, I want to get him on here. That's, that's the goal. Is yes, that what we're doing, that, Brian? That would be, be good. How do, I'm going to reach out to him. I'm not on Twitter, but I'll do it. I don't give a shit. Hey, Lenny, you want to <laughs> zoom in on the podcast? What's he's going to want some compensation? We're like, hey, you'll get, you'll he get. He wants money. I think he's just interested yeah. in money. He, Lenny wants money, huh? <laughs> we can't give him any contracts like the Mets gave him. We give him something more like what the parole board gave him. But like, <laughs> let's get into it. Let's uh, actually let's uh, let's go to our segment. Should we check in with Lenny right now? Let's check in time, with Lenny. Time for Lenny and the Mets. All right, so uh, Lenny. Lenny likes to tweet. That's how we follow him, basically. He doesn't always do videos, though, Brian. That sucks. We got a great video of him last time. That was like to the day almost, and it was fantastic. He was a little buzzed. He had his teeth out, listening to Werewolves of London, walking around New York, talking about winning player, winning player. It was fucking great shit, but... Lenny's Lenny's got there. Hey, believe it or not, see, we checked back in with Lenny, but today marks another milestone for Lenny. And we've already talked about this in previous podcasts. Look at this tweet that Lenny put up. It says, Guess who has now gone five years without being arrested? <laughs> fuck, fuck yeah, Lenny. Lenny, let's try to give it a round of applause. Come on. Hey, isn't that crazy, though? Like, Lenny, like we've said this before. Um, it's not like a bit, it's the truth. Lenny seriously counts days being out of jail, like not being incarcerated or being arrested or slipping up or anything like that, the same way sober people count days of sobriety, you know? Like they're like, hey, it's my third month sober. I've been nine years sober. Look at Lenny. Guess who has now gone five years without being arrested, huh? What does he get? What does he get? He he gets his five-year chip from the Departments of Corrections in the United States. (laughs) When he's got his five-year chip of staying out of uh, staying out of the clank, how like I trip out because I know a lot of people like when they get uh, arrested or in a lot of trouble, you're on parole, probation, and if you do so much as like if whatever your terms are, if they say you can't drink alcohol, you can't be out after ten, they catch you once, you're fucked. Like it's a re, it's a, it's a (laughs) recidivism. They got a name for people like you, hi. That name is called recidivism. Repeat offender. Yeah, so basically what happens is you get anything. I worked with multiple guys doing construction. This one guy got out for like dealing drugs, drunk driving, had all these things. He was there a year, year and a half in prison. He did some other stupid shit. Uh, He was a former gangbanger. Nothing violent, though. It was all like drug deals, fraud, stealing shit. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. 
he got out and he was working a job and then he just disappeared one day. And what happened? They're like, oh, his, his PO came by last night and they found fucking empty beer cans out by his trash on the side of his house. So he's back in for six shit. months. Six fucking months for that shit. Wow. And they do that on purpose because, you know, they profit every time they go back in. You know that, right? Especially like. I don't give a fuck if it's a private prison or a state-ran prison. They're making money, dude. So, like, they do that on part of that. And so, anyone, they, it's a business, exactly. And so, they just have this revolving door. They make it so, like, if they fart in the wrong direction after 10 o'clock at night, they're going back into jail. So, <laughs> it doesn't surprise me that Lenny was back and forth, but it's been a while. And all that shit's been off his wreck. I'm sure he's not on P parole or probation anymore. Yeah. Maybe probation. But point is like what the fuck do you do to keep getting arrested dude <laughs> seriously like you're i'm just me i'm out every weekend say i got no family kids and i'm just hanging out partying how do i constantly get arrested like do you know what i mean he's not physically attacking people he's not fighting i don't think That's he's never... addicted, addicted to drugs like hardcore is it anything? just drugs i think it's just alcohol. it's all vice laws but lenny <laughs> keeps getting popped for like having fun right <laughs> no really that's all he's doing lenny if you're listening i'm with you dude we all got a little lenny dykstra in us and i'm with you you're not violent you're not hurting people maybe in the past you got a little nuts but i'm telling you now this shit here like you want to party and have a good time why the fuck does it fuck the government get out of your hair it's a vice law it's another way to make fucking money yeah it's a moral thing. Oh, yeah. Meanwhile, they're fucking people left and right. It's bullshit. They make money off of people's misery. That's what this country does. And Lenny's a victim of that. I'm with you, Lenny. Fuck <laughs> them. What else we got from Lenny? That's a great tweet. Lenny's five years sober from a uh, jail cell today. <laughs> no more fucking lukewarm uh, eight ounce milks in the morning, green toast and fucking runny scrambled eggs. <laughs> oh, shit. Lenny's, Lenny's going to Mickey D's. Um, so this was five years ago when he was 55, but... Uh, that fucking tweet? Oh, this this one. This I one, thought you yeah. might... I was like, no, that was yesterday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, was, this was five years ago? Let, what, what, oh, did he retweet it? He retweeted oh, it. Oh, he retweeted. That's I was like, why are you bringing up shit from five years ago? Why you got to bring up well, he was shit? He brought it up. You retweeted this. Lenny, he retweeted this. Lenny retweeted this yesterday for no reason known right. to man. Lenny Dykstra is <laughs> tweeting Chumbawamba and Taylor Swift lyrics to to what to confess i guess confess okay yesterday he brought you the disturbing news of xmlb star lenny dykstra's arrest adding to the rap sheet oh that was five years ago that's why he did it yeah he posted it because that was when he got arrested he was in just right, five right. years since he's been out so this is one of the quotes that he decided to to highlight out of that five years ago the former all-star let's say the former all-star has posted hundreds of ramblings rambling tweets since his release ranging from posting song lyrics to comparing himself to joseph from the old testament <laughs> i don't know what exactly how is he exactly <laughs> comparing himself to joseph from the old testament i don't know how that's who is who is lenny in the bible you guys familiar with the bible <laughs> i'm i'm really not i know bits and pieces and little things just from you know getting in arguments on social media with fuckers and having mm. to google it but like where'd the religious come into oh joseph lenny's yeah. lenny says he's like the only thing i know about joseph is he was duped by mary right she cheated on him, playing and simple. Pretty sure. Never one time, other than that, has anybody ever been impregnated without being fucked. Mm -hmm. It was miraculous. No, she got caught nailing the goat milk delivery guy or whatever the fuck they had back then. The guy, yeah, the pest control guy, the guy that got rid of all the fucking uh, the pool cleaner. Yeah, the pool cleaner, the guy, the fucking plumber. But but she she was banging this little guy and she knew that Joseph would kill this fucking guy. I, feel, I have this thing in my head where Joseph finds out and he's like all confronting her. He's like, tell me who the fuck it was. I'm going to fucking kill him. And she's so scared for the dude that she actually fucked that she that the, the biggest threat at the time in the world. She's all, it was God. You happy? It was God. And he's like, oh, fucking. Keep oh, shit. What do you mean it was God? She's like, I fucked God. That's whose baby I'm having. And Joseph's just backed the fuck off. He was like, all right. She's like, yeah, what do you got to say now? You know, like he just backed the fuck out of it. And that's a yeah, he's always real quiet and humble. Right. You never hear anything in the Bible, do you? Is there anything you hear about? You got Bible freaks, people that know the Bible. Mm -hmm. Is there anything about Joseph 
protesting the pregnancy? That was his wife. Am I wrong? Let us know in the comments below. That was his <laughs> wife. And then she just ends up fucking pregnant. And there's, oh, God did it. And he's like, instead of being mad, you know, he was pissed, like I oh, said. Yeah, and he was going to threaten violence. And then she said, it's God. And he backed off. He's like, oh, shit. You know? That's how wars start. That's like when you say, who's the dude that knocked you up? I'm going to fucking kill him. And she's all shack. And you're like, oh, mm -hmm. all right. Yeah. Cool. All right. I guess I'm going to take a hike then and shut my mouth. <laughs> I think that's what happened with Joseph. That's to be honest with you. I don't see Lenny as that character. Yeah. Lenny's like God in this story. <laughs> Pretty much. Right? That's what Lenny, Lenny's the guy that knocked her up. Or no, not God. I'm sorry. God didn't have anything to do with it. Sorry. That was blasphemy. Yeah. That I take that back, God people. <laughs> Lenny is the milkman in this story. Oh, yeah. Lenny is the goat milkman. He went by and did a little drop off. He's like, hey, what's going on? And he's like, he's a, he's a winning player, winning player. And the next thing you know, <laughs> the next thing you know, she's like, she's like, but your teeth aren't in. And he's like, hey, I'm a half glass full motherfucker. Believe it. And then he was bagging her, fucking bam, bam, bam. And little did he know that that was the savior. Is that what Lenny? How I want to know. We got to see. That's a question for Lenny. Lenny, if you're listening, you're going to be on this podcast. You're going to tell us exactly what you meant by that tweet. I want to know exactly how you're like Joseph, along with multiple other fucking questions. <laughs> I have a bunch of shit to ask you. Good stuff. All right, Lenny, we're going to move on. We'll check back in with Lenny in another week. Is it time for In the Dirt, Brian? It's time. You guys ready for In the Dirt? All right, let's do it. Today, we talk about one of the dirtiest hags in Major League Baseball history. She's a piece of work. You guys all remember Marge Schott? There she is. Former uh, owner of the Cincinnati Reds from about 1984 through the mid-90s. She was suspended twice by Major League Baseball for uh, racist and racial, uh, it's, you can't even say slur. I mean, that's they were things she had said pretty much in the open and public and baseball commissioners got it and were like, uh, you can't run a major league team with this kind of shit out there. And this was in the 80s and 90s. Imagine today she'd have been forced to sell or something. But um, yeah, Marge Shot is a, uh, <laughs> she's a piece of work and we're going to get into her. It says, we're talking about, um, shitty baseball owners later in the episode today when we get to the Oakland days and why they're moving to Las Vegas. But for now, we're going to highlight this really shitty owner in particular. Mm. She was cheap. She was racist. She was just an old bag and a drunk, and she loved the Cincinnati Reds. She loved the town of Cincinnati. She liked Hitler. That was the other thing I was getting to. <laughs> she loved the Cincinnati Reds. She loved the town of Cincinnati. She loved baseball. And she loved Adolf Hitler. It's, and it's surprising that she didn't change the team colors to black, white, and red. Yeah. <laughs> well, essentially, they were. They, essentially. They, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Jesus Christ. No wonder. <laughs> she, I just, just thought about that. Like, the Cincinnati Reds. It's just all, it all glues together so perfectly, dude. <laughs> she know? loves that red color. And she loves the red color. But um, yeah, no, Marge had a long history of being, um, she had once said um, before a press conference, Brian, you got this for us? We'll just introduce you what a piece of shit this woman is. Okay. So uh, she kept a Nazi swastika armband at her home. And oh, that's, uh, who doesn't do that? Right. It's, it's totally normal. Yeah. And this man who's Jewish, who was the, uh, Charles Levy, who was the marketing director for the Reds, she, he overheard her say, sneaky goddamn Jews are all alike. She's got a bunch of shit. So the old Cincinnati marketing director who was Jewish heard Marge Schott say, self, goddamn sneaky Jews, they're all alike. Yeah. She, she get it. She's got a bunch of racial epitaphs. And then she and then let's get let's get into the uh, into when we get into what Cincinnati and Crosley Field is historically known for. They were the first stadium. May I add this? Cincinnati. Of course, it was the fucking Reds. Cincinnati uh, was the team that Crosley Field when Jackie Robinson went to visit. That was the first official letters saying if you show up here we're going to kill you like they said they were going to sniper him and shoot him uh for a Jesus. black man trying to play a white man's game that was crosley field in cincinnati so of course Marge shot loved the reds why the fuck wouldn't she look at the, <laughs> what look what she said about uh people black executives working for is this what you're going to bring up now uh during the same season in 1991 uh former oakland athletics executive assistant sharon jones is quoted in the new york times as having overheard shot states i would never hire another n-word 
I'd rather have a trained monkey working for me than an N-word before the start of an owner's conference call. So in 1996, a few years later, shot aroused ire uh, when she made statements favorable of Adolf Hitler, saying he was okay at the beginning. He just went a little too far. Oh, yeah. Adolf Hitler went a little too far. Not much. Just a smidgen. He just pushed the envelope a little bit. He was okay, though, at the beginning. I mean, 10 million is fine, but 11 million. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of delusional shit in America in the 1990s would say that Adolf Hitler was okay at the beginning? He just went a little too far in Marge Schott's opinion. God. (laughs) What the fuck? Oh, yeah. And then that first one about black people. That's yeah. That again was in the the, the fucking was in the 90s. 91. Yeah. 91. Yeah, Marge. You'll, you'll be fine. No worries. <laughs> she would have got oh, so Jesus fried. <laughs> what that, was that? That came up. Oh, was that a swastika that showed Marge's just, jewelry? Just hovering over you, Germany. You guys heard that earlier, right? She had a uh, arm, arm band, a swazi yeah. armband at her house. That was, yeah. Who doesn't keep that? It's a, oh yeah, it's cool. It's like a nice little lapel. Like, what a psychopath! She's all like spitting out a fucking tooth, <laughs> smoking her 80th fucking cigarette of the day, fucking watching the Reds, just fucking sitting in her booth like farting, eating peanuts, like fucking some dirty old hag. Can you believe this lady's died at 75 and she looks like that? That's crazy. No way. Marge died at 75. Look at her, dude. She's evil. She looks like a character from Poltergeist or something. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Well, dude, what did she also said some shit about? Okay, so Marge was really cheap as fuck, too. Mm-hmm. And how let's wait a minute. How did she own the Reds? Did she buy? Did she was she married to what? How does this work? How did Marge get her money? I believe she married into a rich uh, husband, husband, and he died when she was thirty-nine. Dude, she was thirty-nine, and that guy was sixty-eight. Is that what we read? Yeah, 68. he was sixty-eight, gold digger. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, her husband, who was thirty, what thirty-one year or thirty or twenty-nine years, yeah, basically thirty years. Her her senior, mm-hmm. go figure. Rich guy, young Marge. Anyway, so she um, never remarried after he died, 39, inherited a shitload of car dealerships and money. That's how she got her money. And then she purchased the Reds, part of the Reds, not the whole team, right? Uh, for $11 million in 1984 with her husband's uh, dead money. I mean, I'd, I'd die of a heart attack if I was married to her. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Jesus. No wonder he died. Look at this hag, dude. <laughs> this fucking... I'm sure he was a Nazi, too. It's not like he didn't fucking get... No, he just... It was her little secret bullshit. He had to put up with some of the bullshit. Yeah, that dude was for sure like a grand wizard at some point. That's probably why she... (laughs) That was the turn-on for her. Oh, shit. She's like, this guy's a Klansman, and he's got money. I'm going to fucking marry him, dude. (laughs) Well, And we'll hang out at Crosley Field and say the N-word all day and eat peanuts and (laughs) fart. Fucking... That's what they do in Ohio. Is that what they do? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They go on the river, and they swab the decks with each other. But... uh, um, no shit, dude. So that dude croaked. I wonder, he, she probably killed him. That's what I'm thinking. Mm. But no, then, then, dude, so she was cheap as hell. She had all this money. The Reds were a good team. They're marketable. They, uh, 91, they fucking, they won the World Series. No, 90, 90. they won the World Series. They yeah. beat our team, the A's, that we're going to talk about later. Mm. Swept them for nothing. I remember that. They went wire to wire that year, Cincinnati Reds. They went fucking, they were in first place from the first, like, day of the season. The entire season and then went all through the playoffs and then swept the World Series. Oh, dude, she was just like that manager in Major League or the, the owner in Major League, that, that lady. The lady in Major League was a lot hotter and not as racist. That That's what I'm saying. Well, yeah. No, no, no. Look <laughs> into that. Yo, dude, no, dude that's w- the story of the Oakland A's ownership, except they're two fat, ugly fuckers with a lot of money. And that chick was like pretty and was, you know, you, you get it. But no, March shot. Go ahead. I interrupted. What were you going to, how are you going to compare? Well, she was, uh, it was revealed that shot far from being happy about the team winning the 1990 world series was so annoyed that the team ended the series in her opinion too early. 
as she suggested, most money made off the series was only made after the series went further than Game 5. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't give a fuck, so I need more money so I don't have to spend it on this team. So she was upset that they won too hard. <laughs> yeah. She's like, you guys kicked ass and you had the best fucking lineup in history and uh, refused, I'm not happy with that. She refused, There's not enough white guys on the team with mustaches. <laughs> Eric Davis is colored. Like fucking, our best players are colored. This kid's unacceptable. Where's Chris Sabo? Give him a promotion. That's fucking Marge Shot. She's like a Simpsons character. She dude. refused to pay for any post-game celebration for the team and was reported to have her opinions on the series uh, ruined due to a she, dispute with the red center fielder Eric Davis as the team refused to cover his surgery after Davis suffered a la lacerated kidney in game four and the injury was ultimately so severe it would permanently impede his career. Yeah, that's right. Did he run against the wall or something? He slammed into the wall and March shot. What a lady, huh? What a, well, hey, that doesn't <laughs> stop with Eric Davis there. Her okay. not giving a fuck about his surgery and not celebrating their victory and getting mad because they won too soon. Do you see what she said about Eric Davis and who was it, Dave Parker? Mm. Oh, yeah, this is great. This is good reason. If I were Eric Davis, like, <laughs> I'd be like, yo, fuck this lady. <laughs> like, she didn't give a fuck when I almost killed myself and ruined my career for her. And then she goes on to say this shit about him. Yeah, look at this here. We go ahead and read that. Look at how it says controversies under March It says racism. <laughs> the first one. It's like that. That should be it. And then uh, is there more? But anyway, look what she said. <laughs> Speaking of Eric Davis, this is how much she loved the guy. Look at listen to this fucking asshole. Listen to what she said here. Eric Davis and Dave Parker as million dollar n words. You think it ended there with Eric Davis and why Eric Davis thinks she's an asshole? Look, look what she said here in 1992, two years after this shit. So Charles Levy, a former marketing director for the Reds, uh, stated in a deposition for uh, a former employee who was suing the team that he heard Shot refer to then Reds outfielders Eric Davis and Dave Parker as million dollar N-words. Uh, oh, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> Sabo, who was the uh, former employee suing the team uh, had been the team's controller alleged that his 1991 firing was due to testifying against shots in another lawsuit brought against shots by several limited partners and because he opposed the unwritten policy of not hiring blacks sabo ultimately lost his suit yeah why <laughs> it's like they didn't care back then they're like I guess, I guess, I think it's Sabo, like Chris Sabo. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. But I don't, there's probably no relation. Know. Who the fuck it's knows? Like probably a local name in <laughs> Ohio. The Sabos. Um, anyway, yeah, so Marge shot sucked and she was a piece of shit. Was there any other controversy other than her being cheap and racist? Yes, yeah, so there was sanctions and forced retirement as another category here on the Wikipedia. <laughs> Imagine having this in your Wikipedia shit. Uh, due to Schott's racist comments, a four-man committee was convened to investigate Schott. On February 3rd, 1993, she was fined $250,000 and banned from day-to-day -day operations of the Reds for the 1993 season. Uh, Schott returned to work November 1st. But her comments about Hitler led MLB to ban shots from day-to-day -day operations through 1998. In 1999, Shot agreed to sell her controlling interest of the Reds for $67 million to a group led by Cincinnati businessman Carl Linder. I like Lind how Lindler. I like how Linder. Marge Shot tried to be just Marge Shot. She tried to just go racist, thinking it was still the 50s and no one would care. And she got fucking penalized for it she's the owner and they're like hey you're the owner you can keep ownership obviously but you can't come to the ballpark or be involved for a year because you're racist as shit so instead <laughs> of continuing with that bullshit she's like how can i still be racist without them knowing so instead of like saying negative uh you know derogatory things about black people she tried to just give compliments about white sociopath killers like Hitler. <laughs> She's like, well, I can't say anything bad or demeaning about blacks anymore. So now what I'm going to do is just fucking enlighten what a great guy Hitler was. Cincinnati, dude. Jesus Christ. That fucking team, dude. They got, you know, great baseball town in history, but woof. Mm. I guess you know what, though, dude? That's not fair. You could say that about almost every fucking 
Midwest and Southern town up until <laughs> it's still this day. There's racist in LA. Remember Al Campanis of the Dodgers? He was their general manager and former player. And he said something about same thing like Mark Schott, where he said it was like an unwritten rule where he didn't think that uh, black people can manage a team or be general managers because wow. they just didn't have the ability to do so Jesus. he fucking said that on like larry king or some shit <laughs> and he got 86 the next day the dodgers were like oh he was a teammate of jackie robinson's too wow. in brooklyn or something but yeah there's all kinds of that shit all over but yeah it's amazing to me that, that, that they don't think there's going to be repercussions like <laughs> you know the money will save me Money will save me. It's always done. That's really what it is. It saved, it saved Donald Trump a bunch I was going to say it saved Trump. It saved all of them, you know, like fucking. All right. Well, I think that's enough in the dirt. I think we're done. Yeah. I think we're done here with Marge shot. We got we got pretty dirty. Uh, all it was was racism, but to the point where the owner of the team got suspended from being at the ballpark and having anything to do with the Reds for two <laughs> fucking years because she couldn't keep her racist shit to herself. She's like, I won a championship and I'm not happy because a black man won it for me. She's a fucking psycho. Be sure and tell him Large Marge sent you. <laughs> all right. Moving along. Now it's time for the uh, main subject of the podcast today. This news pissed me off, and I have no allegiance to this city, the, the club, or anything. I do have always kept an eye out for them because I always liked their grit. Um, but the Oakland Athletics are moving to Las Vegas, Nevada. Why? Uh, because their owner is a piece of shit. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's the bottom line. If you really look into it, who's to blame for all this? People want to ask, oh, was it the fan base? Their attendance numbers suck and blah, 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 blah. First off, that's very misleading. That's bullshit. The fans in Oakland have basically been boycotting the owner, Jim Fisher. John Fisher. John. Sorry, Jim, John, whatever. whatever. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> that's all I know him as. This guy, so they've been basically boycotting him and his decisions and his lack of investment in the team, uh, all this stuff. So it's the attendance record is what it is because of the owner. The fans are loyal. That's one of the best fan bases in baseball. And again, um, if you're maybe young, uh, you don't know much about the A's because in recent years they haven't been shit and they don't, you know, they put out really good players and then other teams teams come by and just cherry pick them away because the owner doesn't have he does have he won't spend the money to keep them around or build the team so they get all these great players and then they shoot them out to other teams they won't pay them the fans are sick of it so they've made it very clear the stadium is falling apart it's a piece of shit mm. and this guy does absolutely nothing and i don't want to hear this shit that he doesn't have money the dude is a multi-billionaire he's the heir to the brand gap that's, That's right. his family's business. He's a real estate guy. And a real estate guy. And he owns other pro sports teams. He's fucking loaded. And he's never done shit for the city of Oakland. He's never done shit for the community. And he's never done shit for the team. The previous owner was a piece of shit. But he, he's doing the same thing. He's Yeah, this guy took it over and was like, within uh, buying it, they were saying like, we're going to look for a new ballpark and we're going to make the A's something better because the old owner, the whole reason Moneyball existed in the first place was because Billy Bean, the general manager, if you saw the movie, we all know, is played by Brad Pitt. Real dude. Uh, that whole story's real if you guys are unfamiliar. Anyway, the general manager, Billy Bean, had so little money to work with, like, they had Jason Giambi come through their system. They had Johnny Damon. They had all these pitchers, Barry Zito, Mark Mulder. Um, all these guys were coming through their system, and they basically, they got real big, so they started winning, and that owner just started shipping dudes off because he didn't want to pay him. Jason Giambi was the hottest star in baseball, and the A's went pay him, so the Yankees took him. Johnny Damon was the next big star. They wouldn't, A's wouldn't pay him. So the Red Sox took him. You know what I mean? This is the end. The, the fans Jackson. just, yeah, same thing happened with Reggie Jackson going to the Yankees probably, but that was, was that the same owner? I know the A's have a long history of doing this, but the, the last two previous owners were real pieces of shit. Yeah. Moneyball was, that happened, like I was saying, because they, they, they basically had him, they had uh, Billy Bean like by the throat. Make us competitive again, but we're not giving you, we're only giving you this much money. Work with it. So his whole idea was, how do we replace the numbers Jason Giambi brought to us? The guy hit 39 home, 40 home runs. 
hit 300, got on base this much, had this many walks, scored this many runs. And they just went into saber metrics and started looking at numbers. And like, we can get three dudes, utility guys, if all positioned and played the right amount of time and ways, they all combined have those numbers. Mm. And we could get all, all three of them for $12 million. And that was the whole idea with Moneyball. And it actually fucking worked. If you remember in 2002, that year, I think the A's set a major league record. What'd they win? They win like, was it 21 or 22 straight games? They had Miguel Tejada, um, guys like Scott Hatterberg. Um, yeah, didn't they have like the best record in Major League Baseball? No, I don't know about point. that. They won. They set a record by winning the most in a row, I think, that year, for sure. It was in the movie, but yeah. it's, look it up. Win, um, winning uh, 20 consecutive games. 20 consecutive games. So that money ball shit was working. Like yeah. it was, Well, it's more than that. That's why I always liked Oakland, because they were always gritty. They, I knew they always got screwed by their owners. They were always the underdog, um, and they always seemed to be in the mix. Like there was a period there like early 2000s up until fuck they were in the playoffs a handful of years ago before it got really bad but they um i think 2019 yeah anyway they always seemed to pop up and make it and make it fun and they would win unexpectedly big comebacks like i like the a's like i'm not a big american league guy just because they always had the dh and now the whole league has it and it's fine i just i'm a national league west guy anyway for for the American League, I always kept an eye on the A's. I went to an A's game as a kid against the Red Sox in like 1989. Oh, cool. Yeah, we were on vacation up there and we went to the Oakland Coliseum. It was pretty cool. It's still the same. Yeah, that's <laughs> the other part. Change. The stadium's still the same as when I was there at 12, 13 years old, 1989. That's pretty brutal. Um, and that's the other thing. But they, so they, they were trying to blame the fans and all this shit and all oh, the attendance and they're not faithful and they just that. Bullshit. The fans of Oakland are great. They are just like Dodger fans. They, do you know the Oakland A's have been in Oakland since 1968? Yeah. Dodgers have been in LA since 1958. That's only 10 year difference. Like the roots in Oakland are, are pretty deep with families and tradition and like, and they, and by the way, Oakland A's, the Oakland A's, have won four world championships, fucking three in a row, which they're like one of three teams that ever do that in Major League history or something. 1972, three and four, they won three world championships in a row. And the teams they beat were the Dodgers, the Reds, and the Yankees, who were dominant in the 70s, yeah. all three of them. So Oakland, they had like Catfish Hunter, Vita Blue, Reggie Jackson. Um, uh, what was the third baseman? Anyway, they were, um, dude, they were like, they're, they're a historic team there. They have nine. The Athletics franchise has nine total championships, which is, I think, third, third or fourth all time. Like, they're not some chump fucking, you know, like the like the Kansas City Royals or the Pirates or, or the Padres. You know, they're not some bullshit team like that that's <laughs> that hasn't, you know, won and is just displaced. And no, dude, they have an absolute shithead owner who's completely fucked those fans for years and years, and he's finally getting his wish to leave Oakland because he doesn't like the city. Um, so it's definitely not the fans. I've I've looked at it like fuck no. The fans are heartbroken. I think the uh, other problem that they do have is the stadium location. It's in an industrial complex, and it's not a great place. For yeah, the Coliseum to go to. <laughs> well, the Coliseum sucks. Yeah, and that's where we'll get in. Is it was it the city's fault? Was it the city of Oakland? A lot of people want to say that. And after doing the research, absolutely not. Yeah. The city knew how much the A's meant to them. And they also knew that getting a new stadium would, I mean, any sports complex that goes into any city is going to generate billions of dollars mm -hmm. between hotels, restaurants, uh, the, the taxes, revenue, all that shit, jobs it's going to create. Like it, it's definitely great for cities. So what the city of Oakland did, they, they were, of course, they're into having the A's stay there. Um, Oakland city council had just passed its own non-binding term sheet, laying out financing for the ballpark, the Howard terminal project, uh, which the red, look at that. Look how gorgeous that fucking stadium was going to be. That's that's what they were going to build in Oakland right there. Look at that, dude. That's better than the fucking Padres stadium and pretty comparable to the, the Giants. Yeah. Like, that's really pretty. God damn, dude. Oakland got fucked. Really that's a gorgeous stadium they were going to fucking build. And this was, okay, so they laid out the uh, for the financing. 
And it was, it was okay, so it included less than the $855 million in public infrastructure funding the A's were demanding. The A's told them if they didn't finance on the A's terms, they were leaving. That's what the A's told the city of Oakland wow. after they came up with 855 or just it was shy of their 855 million. So was it bad? The timing? city of uh, bad timing, not really as much as it was just fucking Assholes. the city of Oakland did all that knowing they couldn't. What like do you really expect the city of Oakland on good faith with the people to fund that ballpark while leaving them high and dry with infrastructure, jobs, healthcare, safety, housing, like affordable, like they had so much more to take care of, dude. And they're like, okay, we're going to fund this all. Why were they funding it when their fucking owner is a multi-billionaire who has shown over his 15 previous years, 17 years of ownership, that he doesn't put a fucking dime into the stadium he had. He doesn't put a fucking dime into the team. So why would the city of Oakland in good faith be like, oh, sure, dude, this looks like a great deal for us. You look like a standout dude. And he's saying, no, you give up me the money or I'm fucking out of here. Yeah. And it's like, why don't you put some money into the fucking team for once? The city of Oakland's doing all they can for you and you're shitting on them. And they have a great fan base. So yeah, they the city of Oakland did a bunch of shit like that. I don't know. And you think of how much a sports complex and a team adds financially to an area or a city. Mm. Millions and millions of dollars, billions of dollars over the long term between jobs, fucking Hotel, like everything I just mentioned, hotels, infrastructure, all that shit. The city of Oakland did exactly what they could. And then the dude didn't even tell them they bought the lot. They were in negotiations. And um, they, the mayor of Oakland, this was like two days ago. She got a fucking phone call at 9 p.m. from the A's saying, hey, we just purchased fucking land in Las Vegas. We're out of here. Like Jesus. that was it. That was their announcement to her. Like they, And she thought, wait a minute. I thought we we're gonna we're this thing's in the air still. They just say, ah, eh, fuck, we're gone. The owners did that. So yeah, was it the city of Oakland? Was it the fans? Absolutely fucking not. Why would it be? Mm-hmm. No city in good faith wants to lose a sports franchise. And Oakland just lost three of them, all three of their sports franchises in the last few years. And the A's just had to, for no reason at all, eh, fuck you. I don't know why Raiders split. Golden State moved across the bay to San Francisco now. And the A's are going to be gone by 2027 to Las Vegas. Yeah, what it boils down to is uh, who to blame for this. Uh, it's absolutely John Fisher. I'm just going to kind of break off to you what kind of owners they are, and you'll get an idea. I'm going to just kind of read off some notes here I made. There's a lot of shit, but let's let's break it down. So John Fisher and co-owner Lewis Wolf, they bought the team in 2005 and basically waged a years-long campaign to move the A's out of Oakland, strangling the team with artificial financial ceilings, neglecting upgrades to the crumbling Oakland Coliseum, while pocketing decades of TV fees, revenue sharing, and MLB payouts. Moneyball only existed because of Billy Bean, as we talked about earlier. Fisher bought out Wolf in 2016 to become the sole owner of the team. So John Fisher now owns it solely. Lewis Wolf is gone. Um, they tried to move to Fremont when they bought it. That deal fell through. They tried to move him to San Jose. That got blocked by Major League Baseball. He took over as sole owner of the club, and he's never kept up with anything. Uh, the stadium's falling apart. He's never kept up with MLB inflation like he said he was going to be competitive. So, like, we're in the year 2023. The Mets, Yankees, Dodgers, Padres, Phillies, other teams are above the 200 million mark. They're competitive. You know, that's just where baseball is now. The A's right now are under 57 million. They're one of three Jesus teams. Christ, yeah. That's yeah. a ball player. That's, yeah, exactly. And they're one of only three teams in Major League Baseball history that's never given out a million dollar contract they've traded every fucking great player they've had away it's like this this is what these fans have been dealing with i don't it's like teams and stadiums add billions to local economies like i said all this great shit you know um and the a's like they could have had a gold medal. they're moving to las vegas which is a piece of shit transient city it's a tourist stop (laughs) it's not a real fucking city sorry if you're from las vegas but it's not (laughs) oakland's got deep roots there of people generations like not that Vegas doesn't. You know what I'm saying, though. I don't need to get into it. That's where, like, comedians and, well, not really comics, but that's where, like, bands and famous acts go to die. And I feel <laughs> like true. major league, like... Magicians. Bo- yeah, magician. Like, it's just, it's fucking, I don't know. It's just, I can't, it bothers me so much. Um, but they've been trying to move the A's as soon as they got them. 
Um, like I said, Fremont, San Jose, they were blocked. It bothers me that the city of Oakland specifically found that land firm, the Howard Terminal Project, like mm. designated it for the A's in good faith. We're going to get everything done. They were working on it. Um, they had this whole campaign they started, the, the A's did, to like basically shoe, uh, basically tow the fans along, rooted in Oakland. The campaign was a front, basically. So like, the fans got into it. They would do promotions, get things going. And basically the, the A's, while they were like the ownership was basically profiting off them at every turn, they raised tickets and concessions and the stadium. Jesus. Like, why would you want to go to that stadium to Fuck. watch a game? You know what I mean? The fucking stadium there is falling apart. We'll get into what what's going on with the stadium. The Oakland Coliseum for years now has had sewer issues. So a couple times over like in 14 and 16 and even to this day, the umpire, the visiting and the home uh, clubhouses backed up with raw sewage spilt into there. There was a, a worry about E. coli from it and shit going around in there. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, that, and it never got alleviated. There's a whole fucking bunch of families of feral cats that now live in the stadium. So you'll be at a game, and there's just fucking <laughs> cats wandering around with fleas and shit. And uh, well, they kill the mice. They haven't done any of that. Yeah, they do. That's their pest control. And no, apparently, in... yeah, apparently not. <laughs> Go ahead. They, yeah, they kill the mice, and, and then they put them in the soda machines. That's the other thing. There's another article showing that they found dead mice in the vending machines. Um, <laughs> and then this was my favorite this year. 2023 the beginning of the year at oakland coliseum the fucking mets went there to play and the mets broadcast team had to broadcast from another location because apparently a possum has taken over the uh, the visiting uh press box and is living in the walls and the whole thing was soiled with feces and piss and it stunk and there's fur and shit in there and <laughs> apparently i don't know who's running the show but they just said fuck it we don't have to do anything about that they have a, like a rat infestation, feral cats. They got fucking possums living in the there. They got raw sewage back amp. The lights have gone out numerous occasions during games over the past like decade off and on. The fucking center field wall caved in during a game and just fell down because <laughs> the structure behind it gave way. Like there's cracks and shit on the side. Like this is the stadium this guy has. He's never put a dime into it for fifteen to seventeen fucking years. Why would you want to go to a stadium where the, the, no one cares about it? The stadium sucks. They have no superstars, and the fucking like these fucking fans. This is what these guys have been dealing with in Oakland, and um, <laughs> it's a fucking disgrace. And it pisses me off that MLB hasn't stepped in and like to multiple owners the marlins owners dog mm -hmm. shit the pirates owner is dog shit peter angelos that owns the orioles is a piece of shit all these guys that don't they pocket all the tv revenue the mlb payouts all this shit every year and don't put a dime into the team they don't get any star players for their fans they don't do shit to the stadiums they promote nothing in the community and they pocket everything they should not be allowed to run sports franchises it's an investment for them it's not an actual competitive natured thing like and if you're going to be in pro sports with an obligation to a fan base and a fucking city of millions and millions of people your job should be to fucking put the best product on the fucking field it's not just a fucking pawn and i think they need to actually do something about that and there's no oversight committee fuck no rob manfred gets paid by all the owners so why would he fuck with him he'll let him do whatever he wants rob manfred is another piece of shit he's a big reason the a's had such a way to breeze out of there too because uh when the a's were trying to get this project done rob manfred has known that they're trying to move him out of oakland for years rob manfred himself has said yeah oakland's never had good attendance numbers you know maybe he suggested maybe start looking for other locations in or out of california and then they were trying to negotiate and he he was super impatient hey are the a's relocate no we're doing the howard terminal project great you need a new stadium or you got to relocate basically it was kind of the ultimatum he gave him and the city council was going, yeah, 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 we're getting this done. And then the A's, well knowing that, who have always wanted to move, fucking stalled out, played bullshit games with the city, and then COVID hit, and they took longer, and then Manfred during COVID just told, like, they even told this asshole, hey, this is going to take a little longer, the funds are figuring it out, and then he goes, okay, and then he told the A's, hey, start looking for a new location. And they were like, wink, wink at each other, just totally fucking the city and the fans. That's exactly what happened. He's super complicit in this. This piece of fucking shit that fucking <laughs> didn't punish the Astros. 
fuck the Dodgers. Yep. And then even with like Trevor Bauer, Trevor Bauer had accusations. He was a Dodger. He had spoken out about Manfred. Mm-hmm. Do you, the two years suspension for accusations before anything was proved. Now you got Mike Clevenger, former Padre, who's on the White Sox, who has accusations of child abuse and fucking and sexual abuse and nothing. He's still playing, as far as I know. He's not in the triple. He's not in the double A or triple A. No, and he was in spring training. Fuck this guy. I cannot stand <laughs> Rob Manfred. I don't know why other owners, after the 2017 World Series uh, cheating scandal came out a year or two after it happened, and he basically got rid of the general manager and the fucking manager, the players were the one doing the drive-by. Like, just because they knew it was going on, the players are the ones pulling the trigger. None of them got suspended. None of them got penalized. The Dodger fans, like me and everyone else, we don't want that fucking ring. We should have won that fair and square. Mm-hmm. We were going to. We got cheated out of it. Everyone fucking knows it. it's been proven. Many players spoke out against it and flipped on them, lied, ratted out all the liars. We all know it happened. And this fucking guy just was like, oh, whatever. We don't want the trophy, but you should have fucking stripped it from them like you did the fucking 1918 Black Sox. Mm. They were in the scandal for betting and throwing the World Series, and they all got banned from baseball for fucking life. No one's ever brought them back in. Oh, you can't do that. Oh, but you can cheat a World Series championship away and get nothing? Like, that guy's a piece of shit, and he should have been fucking fired and let go by MLB and all the owners the day that happened. Mm -hmm. It kind of pisses me off. No integrity. Like, what were they worried about? Get rid of him, dude. Was there going to be something like, just come together and say, yeah, I don't like this guy, dude. He's not, he's the guy, he's so full of shit. He's the one who sent out before that season in spring training to all the teams about cheating and sign stealing. And they, he'd been hearing rumors. This is going to, if we catch anybody, there's going to be severe penalties. That year goes on. The Astros do it. A year and a half, two years later, it comes out. They did it. And he just goes, bad boys. <laughs> What a piece of shit. I can't stand that guy, dude. You guys tell I really like Rob Manfred? <laughs> dude. Let us know how you feel in the comments. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's what happened. If you were wondering, that's why the A's are a historic, great Major League Baseball franchise, great city, great fans. They're getting fucked. And uh, it's absolutely the A's owner. It's MLB's fault for not doing anything about these shitty owners. It's the commissioner of MLB, Rob Manfred, definitely was complicit in this. They were, the him and the owners, I think there was something more to it, don't you? Yeah. The idea that he knew they wanted to move, he purposely put the pressure on them knowing they couldn't move as quickly because of other reasons, and then put an ultimatum on them, and then the A's said the same thing, yeah, the city won't fucking let blah, 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 and then he goes, okay, look for another location. Like, you know, and they were like, basically got the green light from Manfred finally. Fuck Oakland. It was such bullshit, dude. Now he's threatening Milwaukee. Or he could threaten him. Yeah, look at this shit. MLB's Rob Manfred could threaten Brewers with relocation as part of push for ballpark updates per report. Go fuck yourself, dude. What an, dude. You're an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you relocate the Padres, dude? You know? Get rid of the Royals, dude. Like, you know? <laughs> People like the Brewers, you know? I like the Brewers. Yeah. Like this guy's logo. a prick, dude. Get rid of him, dude. Well, he thinks he's doing shit good for the game. He bothers me on a cellular level. Uh, <laughs> fuck, dude. It's heartbreaking for an A's fan. That's the fucking city you're going to? Vegas is a fucking joke. That's where Vegas is known for prostitutes, fucking cocaine use, fucking people getting arrested, gambling, dying. The Bunny Ranch, it's not a fucking wholesome <laughs> community full of like, yes, there's families that grew up there and they're deep rooted there. It's been, it's been, but I mean, it was built by mobsters mm-hmm. as a place to get away from the government and do whatever the fuck they wanted. And I used to like Vegas when I was a youngster and dad was into fucking all that shit. When the slogan was, uh, what's the, what happens in Vegas, Vegas stays in Vegas. Yeah. It's shady as fuck. <laughs> and that's, and that's, that's the city you're moving a classic team like the A's to. It's sad. I mean, it makes sense for a team like the fucking Raiders to go there, dude. It's complete debauchery and bullshit. That's what the Raiders are. Criminal element to it. It's fucking <laughs> kind of suits them. The A's though, dude, I feel like they got so fucking hosed. Like put them in Santa. Jose, dude. Yeah. Move him to Oregon, dude. But why the fuck Las Vegas? Mm. Las Vegas is a, like you said, it's a transient town. It's a tourist thing. It's what's going to hold like 30,000. 
Yeah, that's about Bunch it. Bunch of I mean, drunk fuck. Nah, dude. What a shit fucking gig. Where's the area. Where's the location? It's right right on Tropicana Boulevard, uh, just down from the actual Tropicana. And it's makes like a triangle with... Uh, where's the Tropicana on that one? Tropicana is right here. Okay. And then uh, that's where the, that was their other option. But this, what, this space is only like 38 acres or something Yeah, like yeah. That. Where's the other one now? This is 40, the red one. 49 oh, acres, I, see. I think. That's all the like industrial shit, huh? Yeah. So they're planning on removing that um, and creating parking garages. Little, I mean, I'm little sure city. they're going to make a fucking cool stadium looking. You know what yeah. I mean? The Raiders stadium is pretty fucking cool, but it's like... I don't, it's just, I don't like it. The A's are old school, and that's, I just, this is fucking irritating. For all you A's fans out there, I'm with you, dude. I'm a Dodger fan, and I feel horrible for you guys. This is fucking so shitty, dude. Fuck Rob Manfred. Fuck John Fisher. They all can suck a cock. I hate those guys. I mean, part of the his, like the history of baseball is what makes baseball great. Let's real quick here. Think of the A's. The players that have been on the Oakland days that are legends. We're talking Catfish Hunter, Vita Blue, Reggie Jackson, um, Dave Stewart, Ricky Henderson, Jose Canseco, Mark McGuire, Carney Lansford, fucking. Um, this is off the top of his head. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, look at. <laughs> and then we go into other years. You know, you guys got like Jason Giambi was a great fucking a. Like all these good players they had. Um, I got there were so many. Their pitching staff: Barry Zito, Mark Mulder, like fucking. Um, who was the other guy they had? Tim Hudson. Um, they. I mean, the A's have a and four world championships there. You know, um, Carney Lansford, Terry Steinbeck, Dave Parker. Like they all played there. And Dennis Eckersley. Dennis Eckersley. I completely forgot about him. Fucking. Um, they have produced a lot of fucking great baseball shit, and they're just being treated like some fucking second-rate Montreal Expos, San Diego Padres bullshit team that doesn't win shit and fucking. You know. Well, they're holding. I will, you know, and I was about to say something. It's like, oh, well, the Padres have a fan. Fuck you. Oakland has a fan base, but they've been getting skewed in the ass for years. And why the fuck would they want to spend their money to go do that? Like, it's just it's hard. Like, you know, Um, fuck, dude, the A, I'm telling you, dude, they got the nickname, the triple A's. Be, yeah, because of their it's a farm, budget, it's a farm system. because they, nobody knows anybody <laughs> on the fucking team. That owner's a... Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Brian, is that it for today? I think that's it. I think that's it. Was there anything goofy or silly? Do we have anything great or historic or funny to play from the Oakland days on our before we end this shit today? Oh, that's a good idea. Anything? Last of the night, read it to Oakland. There's a fly ball here in the deep left center. Joe Rudy there. Oakland has won the 1972 World Series. Seals a 5-2 win. And the Oakland A's have passed the test of champions with another seven-game triumph and their second consecutive championship. Raleigh Fingers wraps it up, and the Oakland Coliseum explodes into ecstasy as the Oakland A's capture their third successive world championship. A's trying to sweep. But the Giants have certainly not made life easy for them tonight. That's a ground ball to the right side, speared by Phillips. Flips-